Wow, that is a that is a big question and an emotionally charged one. Is Britain facing a migrant invasion? I think this term invasion is fascinating. I think the short answer to the question is no. I don't think Britain is facing a migrant invasion. Uh, for me, the the term invasion it sort of conjures up images of sort of marauding hordes of people with pickaxes and other weapons at the city gates looking to storm the city and take over. So for me, I think I think we're using the term is being used in an incorrect way. Um, most certainly. Um, but terminology and the way the pro- these problems are being fr- are framed is really, really important, isn't it? Um, the terms migrants and asylum seekers you know, sometimes they're used interchangeably as if they're the same thing. And of course, they're not. They both have strict legal definitions. And of course, all of this has come to a head most recently with what's happening in Kent, uh, with people arriving in small boats from northern France and the inability of the Manston Centre, particularly, but other other bits of infrastructure, policy infrastructure put in place and the ability to cope with what's happening and overcrowding in that centre. And most recently, you know, talk of, of people um, having to booking hotels at extortionate costs in order to, to house people over the short term or even the longer term. And people being dropped at Victoria Coach Station, uh, left to fend for themselves. And it's all become a very confusing and emotive issue now. Um, but I think over the long term, Britain has... I think we've had a problem with how we perceive our um, ability or our sort of our track record, actually, in dealing with asylum seekers and, and our whole approach to immigration. On the one hand, I think we perceive ourselves and may be seen as a caring, compassionate nation that, that welcomes people who are fleeing conflict and also welcoming people who want to come and live and work in the UK. But on the other hand, you have a narrative and a group of people who consider that the country's full and we've done our bit. We, we can't do any more. We're overcrowded and there's too much strain on public services. And of course, in, the, in between those two extreme positions, there's everything else. There's all, all, all other opinions. And I think we have a, a very... Our public discourse around immigration has always been difficult. And I don't know whether that's different to other countries, but I, I, I think we certainly have it. We, we don't have... We can't find an easy way in which to have conversations around immigration and asylum seeking seekers. Of course, the other, the sort of the shorter term context here is obviously conf- conflicts around the world, and particularly around Syria, where we had we've had a mass movement of people, mass movement of people in a way we haven't seen since uh, the Second World War. And of course, that's alongside the sort of normal immigration, people coming to live and work in the UK through some normal legal means, and obviously freedom of movement that was afforded to countries in the European Union. Um, and traditionally, traditionally, immigration is pretty low on people's priorities. If you were to do polling around election time and asking people what are your sort of top three priorities that you would like politicians to tackle, it will tend to be around education, health, transport, or maybe even uber local issues like making sure the bins get collected and library services and those sorts of things, or doctor's appointments um, for, with your local GP. Um, so immigration has always been traditionally low. We'd struggle to make the top 10. But of course, Brexit changed everything. And taking back control 
was the fanfare cry. It was the, the campaign slogan. And taking back control of borders was seen as one of the key benefits of leaving the European Union. Um, and of course, the thing about a border is you can't control any one side. You have to have a good relations with, your, with, the, with the countries in which your neighbouring countries in order to control your border. And of course, Britain being an island nation, um, there are particular circumstances then and uh, issues around people, you know, travelling over the water in order to come to come to the UK. So we've always had, I think, a difficult relationship with this term immigration. And now we're fixated on numbers. The current fixation is on numbers. And whether you know, the projection, projection is that around 40,000 people will arrive in the UK on small boats from northern France by the end of the year. Now, um, and also a scapegoating of particular countries. So Albania uh, at the moment, um, Albanians are being scapegoated because they are, they are making up a higher proportion of the number of people currently being picked up from these boats. And in fact, it's even caused the Prime Minister of, of Albania to come onto the British media to, to effectively uh, criticise uh, Britain's immigration policy, failing immigration policy uh, as a result of, of that scapegoating. Um, so we're fixated on the numbers now. And whether 40,000 is a high or low number depends on your context and depends how you frame it. I mean, it is nothing compared to the UK population. It is a very low figure compared to um, the number of people that would come and go from to and from the UK in any one year. But I think we're now framing the problem, framing the issue is obviously really, really important. And we, you could argue about whether those numbers are high or low. Um, so I think, is Britain facing a migrant invasion? No. Do we have a failing immigration policy? Absolutely yes. So, good question. <laughs>